on this episode of The Naturist Living Show, A Nude Beginning. This episode of The Naturist Living Show is brought to you by Bear Oaks Family Naturist Park. At Bear Oaks, we offer traditional naturist values in a modern setting. Free your body, free your mind. www.bearoaks.ca Welcome, dear listener, to episode 114 of The Naturist Living Show. My name is Stéphane Deschain. I'm your host for this podcast and the owner of Bear Oaks Family Naturist Park. And today, we have another first-time experience. I know, I know, we had one not very long ago, but everyone seems to enjoy to these stories. They like to hear how people first discovered naturism, the struggles they went through in the elations that comes with it. And this is another very special one. Um, I first met Madeline, actually, um, at a top-free event that was organized by some folks at the park. I went down to Toronto, and uh, basically we all hung out top-free. Simple for the men, but a little more difficult for women, even though it's completely legal in Toronto. Um, You still expect to get uh, looks, and so it's easier to do it as a group. And we were in a park, and we had a nice time, and Madeline was there. She was friends with one of our uh, regular members at the park, and she hung out with us. And uh, But she had a hard time with it all. She did participate in the top three a little bit, uh, but it was clear she was very concerned about what she looked like, what people thought of her, her clothes, her makeup. Um, so even a top three was hard, and there was no way she was going to take her clothes off at Bear Oaks or go to a nature's thing. So, But things change, and her life circumstances changed, as you'll hear. And she didn't just decide to come to Bear Oaks. She actually worked for Bear Oaks the entire summer in 2019. And the experience changed her. And, uh, you know, yes, also, this is another young person. And we have had a lot of young people on. And no, it's not just young people at Bear Oaks. There's older folks as well. Um, And they're they're probably there a lot more often uh, than the younger folks who have to work and uh, have to live their lives. Um, But when a young person discovers naturism, um, sometimes it's even more powerful. See, when you're young is when you have the passion to change the world. You still, you haven't been made cynical by the world that nothing will change and you can't do anything about it, which I don't necessarily agree. But it's true as we get older, we, we lose some of that fire. We lose some of that, uh, in a way, naivete, but it's a nice one. It's a nice naivete because you don't... Um, you you still think anything's possible, and the passion is there. And when you have ethical naturism, which is about uh, making a better world and changing how people interrelate with each other, that can really appeal to somebody who's seeking uh, something better for the world and for life. And so that change is what Madeline discovered. But uh, I'm not going to tell you any more about it. Let's listen to her tell the story. 
My name is Madeline, and I am 26 years old. Hmm. And you worked at Bear Oaks all summer. I did, surprisingly. Yeah. It is surprising because the first time I met you was at a top free event in downtown Toronto. <laughs> and I wouldn't really call it a top free event. Well, there was a bunch of us there. Uh, you came to join your friend. Mm-hmm. And we were there to make a point to be top free, the men and women together. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. A, it was actually a non-event. Nobody. You were there. Nobody cared, right? Nobody said anything. Uh, there was one guy I know. He came over and he's like, "What is this?" And I was kind of like, "I don't know. I'm not with these people." <laughs> <laughs> and I remember talking to you about it, and you were thinking that this whole thing is nuts. Yeah. Could yeah. you have done it then? Could you have come here to Bear Oaks? Absolutely not. There was no way. There was nothing that anyone could say to me to get me to come here and take off my clothes. At that point in my life, you were all crazy to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that, yes. that, that, that. And you were. <laughs> we, we were, and, and we, a lot of people think we are crazy. And do we still seem crazy? Uh, every now and again. But (laughs) now that I've actually gotten to know um, everyone here and gotten to know them on a personal level, it's changed my perception on things for sure. Right. Well, I mean, something changed. So you came to me in the spring (laughs) wanting to work here. Um. Yes. How did that happen? Well, um, let's just say I have a friend who's been working here for five years. Same friend where we first met on that event. And she's been telling me about this place and I know how much it's done for her. And I was at a point in my life where I had just hit rock bottom. I had $10 in my bank account. I was just released from the hospital. I had absolutely lost hope. Like, I just wanted to give up. And I remember sitting with her and she said, just send him an email. I'm like, no not doing it. I'm just going to sit here and suffer pretty much and just wither away. And the next morning we woke up and I looked at her and I said, fine, I'll send him the email. I'll give him a nice little cover letter and that'll be the end of it. I'll never work there. Because I I wouldn't be interested. Is that why? Uh, Well, even if you were interested, come on now. Was I really prepared to take off my clothes and work at a naturist club? Uh, No, absolutely not. So in my cover letter, if you remember, I was brutally honest. I told you I was scared shitless and I'd probably be hesitant and a little off-putting and probably not fit in. And you absolutely loved it. Just the sheer rawness and 
me being totally vulnerable. I sure did. And you told me and you were like, well, you want to come in for an interview tomorrow? And I was like, whoa, too soon, not ready, didn't mentally process it. So I made up an excuse and told you I, I had no way of getting there. And then you said, well, I'll get you here. I was like, crap, he caught me in my lie. And Mel's laughing, and I'm just like, oh. I didn't think it was a lie. I thought, because you said you had no money, I thought that was actually the issue. <laughs> well, I didn't. I wasn't trying to catch you, actually. You know, at the end of the day, if I really wanted to come, if I really wanted the job, I would have made it happen, as if any ambitious person would, which I am an ambitious person. And I was just like, you know what? Crap. And she's just like, just go. If you don't like it, if you're weird, you can walk out and... That'll be the end of it. And you can go back to being a bartender and getting harassed every day of your life. Great. Thank you for that. <laughs> so, so I decided to take that long, dreadful drive to Bear Oaks. And I'm telling you right now, I have never been so scared for an interview. Do I take off my clothes right away? Do I get to wear my clothes? Is he going to be naked? What does this place even look like? Oh my God, my Muslim father is driving me there. <laughs> what is going on right now? And I just did it. I swallowed my damn pride. And I said, what have you got to lose? You pretty much have nothing to lose. You got nothing right now anyway. You pretty much just need to start your foundation again. And maybe this is the place to do that. Is being naked going to change your life? Probably not. You're probably going to get harassed more than you did at the bar. But whatever. I can handle it. So I just came and did the damn thing. You did the damn thing? What? The interview? The interview. Did it hurt? Um, no. It didn't hurt. You know... I felt more awkward having clothes on in the office when I originally came and then I did actually taking off my clothes for the interview. I was kind of like, so like, um, do I get naked now or <laughs> what? what's the process here? And you just kind of looked at me with a big smile and you're like, well, you can do whatever you want. And I was like, well, damn it. The job's being naked. Just rip off the Band-Aid, Maddie. Just do it. Rip it off. So I did. And then? <laughs> and then we had our interview. And uh, at that point, I had a lot of body issues that I have never dealt with. I've always lived in the, as we call it, the textile worlds. I've never been exposed to something like this before. And it's not that I don't like my body. I love my body. I actually think I look great naked. So that wasn't a problem for me. It was more or less I have um, impurities on my body, things that aren't of the norm. I have scars, um, which is a big thing for me. And I was very, very terrified to show that. I was afraid of being judged. I was afraid of 
someone actually knowing something about me by just looking at my body without me having to tell them anything. That they could just make up a story in their head of how those scars got there, what type of life she used to live, and don't get me wrong, like throughout the summer I've had some comments and they hurt. Um, that was the hardest part for me. Do you think they hurt as much now or they would hurt as much now as they did in the beginning? No, I, uh, I actually embrace them now. Um, I call them the patterns of my body, my tiger stripes. Um, it was a big part of my life who made me who I am today. And in the beginning, as ashamed as I was, I'm not anymore. And I love my scars. So this experience has changed you? Changed me is an understatement. Um, it had nothing to do with being naked, ever. It was just the sheer raw feeling of meeting these people and learning about why people are here and what brought them here and why they stay and why they continue to build friendships and relationships with people and learn more and be more involved. And it's quite amazing. At the end of the day, it has nothing to do with being nude. It has everything else to do with not nude. And it's the sheer raw of just accepting yourself. And I, I can't even put it into words. But if you weren't nude, it wouldn't be the same, would it? You got me there. No, it wouldn't. But like I said, it's not about being nude. It's what it did for me. I guess because of being nude. So you're right. Well, I, and, and no, and you're totally right. It's something that ah. I say a lot that naturism is not about nudity, but it's nudity is, is a tool to achieve the goals of naturism. Exactly. It's you, it's you need the, the nudity to yes. kind of open things up and right. Yeah. I guess it was kind of like what do they call it? the gateway to the greater being, I guess. Um, being nude was the way for me to see myself different. Like, I remember I would wear <coughs> super high socks to cover some of my scars, or I'd always wear a robe walking around, and... I wouldn't like to come outside of the office because I didn't want people to see and I didn't want people to look. And I was very much scared. So I guess in a way I feel empowered and liberated being naked now because I've fully learned to 
accept myself in the most rawest form. And, yeah. So, it's kind of funny, because when you think about it, what you're really saying is by making yourself more vulnerable, you've made yourself stronger. Correct. Yes. Is that counterintuitive? <laughs> A little. I mean, what do you want me to say? You want me to, you know, coming to a nature's park changed my life? Yes. Well, you've already said that. Yeah. Like, how do you explain that to somebody who's never experienced it before? Well, you didn't believe me when I first told you, when no. we, that first time we met. I thought it was all lies. I and thought I was, you were all crazy. <laughs> I'm finally glad that I gave in. It, it was the best decision I have ever made. It's too bad that it, you had to go so low to get there. I feel that if I hadn't reached a point in my life, and you know what, I've always thought about it, coming here for like a day visit and just, yeah, yeah, I'll come and just never came. I'm kind of happy that I reached that point and kind of, I didn't expect to come out like this. But what's interesting is you didn't just come for a visit. You came for a job. I mean, that's, that's like, you know, that's going right off the diving board in the deep end. That's not going for a little wade in the shallow end of the pool, if you will. Um, well, I'm not going to lie to you. It's not because I wanted to work here. It was pretty much because I had no other option. And this was a place for me to stay over the summer. I could be with one of my best friends. You know, be working at a campground. Oh, my God, so great. And it just became so much more than that. And I would have never expected that. I would have never expected to make the friendships that I have meet the most amazing people with the most extraordinary stories and how I'm not the only one who was changed by naturism. And it's actually quite remarkable how many people actually come here to make a difference in their lives. So it was all right as a job then, after all? Um... <laughs> As good as any job, I mean, you know, you get you get your off days, good days and bad days. It was a very fun job. Um, I loved it. Would I want to work here for the rest of my life? No. <laughs> but I will want to come back here for the rest of my life as a visitor. That's more fun as a visitor, isn't it? It is, because I get to spend more time by the lake, relax, sit at the bistro, Instead of being in the office, it's much nicer to actually enjoy this place in the summer. That's true. It, but how did it compare? I mean, you had, you were, despite your age, you had a very responsible job. You did. Well-paid, high-powered, corporate, traveling around the world. I did. And how did that compare? How did this compare? <laughs> Why did you... What's the difference? <clears throat> well, 
the pay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it pays a lot less. <laughs> um, Wish it could pay better. Right? I mean, it's, well, the, the corporate life was great. I loved it. Uh, I opened up restaurants for a living. It was amazing in every single way. I mean, I wouldn't be who I am today without that position. Um, it made me grow up a little bit quicker. I just, you know, wasn't for me anymore. I just wasn't happy there anymore. And I went traveling for a bit and got a bartending job. And I, you know, was slowly going downhill. And I went through a big rough patch. And to change from that corporate lifestyle, I was super successful. Um, I was still hurting on the inside, but I kept that on lockdown for my job. Um, my job was my life and it was easier for me to stay on track. And when I kind of lost that job and let it go, things just got worse for me. I tried to stay afloat. Bartending was just not the right for me. Just the industry and late nights and the partying and the drinking and the whatever else came along with that life made me sick and I was just kind of desperate for a normal life I didn't want to work 12 hours a day like I did in my corporate life I didn't want to have a bartending job where I was working all hours of the night and partying and spending all my tips on nonsense I just needed something to keep me steady keep me contained and controlled enough for me to get my life back together. And I had no idea that this place would do so much more than that for me. And this job gave me so much more than my corporate job could have ever given me. Money was not a product for me here. Yeah. What are you going to do? It's not always about money. I gained something so much more. And that was my life back. I literally got my life back. So some of it was naturism. Was any of it the job itself or was it just the fact you were working in naturism? And living in naturism. I mean, I guess the advantage of working here is you weren't just visiting for the day or the weekend mm -hmm. or for a week's vacation. You were immersed in naturism for yeah. how many months? Five months? <laughs> yes. Um, working here, it was weird. <laughs> I tried not to think about it too much. It was, you know, usually you get dressed for work and now I was getting undressed for work. Um, I tried not to think about it. I mean, it was weird. I had people coming in for their first time and asking me about it. And I'm kind of like standing there trying to put on a brave face, like I'm not supposed to tell you, but I've only been here about a month. It's my first time too. You can do this type of thing. Um, it's fun. I mean, I did my best. It wasn't. You did a great job. The, thank you. The, the job itself was fun. 
like I said, it wasn't about the actual job, though. It was the atmosphere. It was the people. It was the concept. It was everything else but the job that made me love this place. Because don't get me wrong, I really don't like armpit. (laughs) (laughs) And for people listening, armpit is our, the advanced reservation management and point of sale inventory tracking system is what somebody came up with in our custom little system that we created. That's why it's called armpit. Yes, just to simplify it. But you're gonna make it better. You're gonna, you're helping improve it. I am, I'm trying, yes. New uh, operations manual, working on that for you. It is, uh, yeah, well, I mean, you know, cleaning up toilets when people have accidents is never fun, uh, <laughs> no matter what the environment's like, mm-hmm. but it's got to be done. Absolutely. And uh, there was lots of, it's hard work working here sometimes. Uh, yes, on the busy weekends, you know, volleyball weekend, family weekends, Um I actually loved the busy weekends. Yeah, it was kind of like you wake up in the morning and you dread it. You're like, oh my God, I had to make so many car tags today. And it kind of sucks. But like I said, it's not about doing that. It's about the people. Well, it is about the people. You know, there's, as the owner, mm-hmm. you know, the there's lots of days where I just, you know, I can't quit. I don't have that choice. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like I want to because it's exhausting. And, uh, you know, being responsible for everything and everybody, and everybody. But what makes it all worth it is all these first-time experiences. You experienced your story. Yeah. Like, you, what you're telling me today is worth several years of crap. Like, every time we help somebody, every time we make somebody happy. I've had many jobs in my life. And many of them is about sometimes selling things to people that they didn't really need. Mm-hmm. Or convince him to do stuff that wasn't that important. You know, I was in advertising. That was, did you really need a new car? Did you really need the fancy, expensive sports car? Well, my job was to convince you you did. Mm-hmm. Uh, or when I sold insurance. Insurance is important. But nobody's happy buying insurance. Yeah. <laughs> Here we make people happy. And uh, in a way that I don't know that anybody who is not running a naturist environment understands. Like you run a campground or a vacation resort, you're still making people happy. Well, yeah. But not to the depth that you're describing. No. And the, I just, to put it into words, it's just like so hard for me. Like if I could just show you and you've seen it. You've seen me change mm-hmm. yeah. since March when we met. Well, when we had our first initial interview. I've changed. And for me to put it into words, to personally describe my emotions and how my way of thinking and all of that has altered to me in my head in such a positive way. I almost, I can't, I just can't put it into words. I am forever changed in the best way possible. So there's lots of people who won't do this, won't try this because we're crazy. Uh, No, I'm with you on that. Whoever you are out there, (laughs) I'm with you. So imagine 
you are having a conversation with the Maddie I, I talked to two, three years ago, wherever that was. What do you what do you say to that Maddie now to convince her that she should try this? Don't wait till you hit rock bottom. <laughs> um what would I say to that Maddie? I'll go like, I know, it sounds crazy. Believe me, I still think it is a little crazy sometimes. When I wake up in the morning, I'm like, really? Okay, we're going to do it anyway. But um, besides all the materialistic stuff around it, being naked and, you know, seeing cute guys here and there and all that, it's all fun. But just do it. Just wait. Go through that awkwardness. Fight through your insecurities. Don't listen to what anyone tells you. Don't listen to someone who's been in nature for 15 years. They have no idea what you're going through right now. They probably did when their own experience, but everyone's experience is different and unique. No one experience is going to be the same. Mine's not going to be the same to anyone else. Just do it. Fight through your fears. And you know what? If you don't want to do it tomorrow, do it next week. If you don't want to do it next week, do it next year. Just don't wait until you have no other option. Do it because you want to do it. And that's it. That's what I would say. Uh, what if I don't want to do it? I don't need to get naked to feel good about myself. Do I need to, Why do I need to get naked to feel good about myself? Well, you don't have to get naked to feel good about yourself. There's plenty of people who don't. And you know what? Good on you. All right? That's fine. You don't have to be a naturist to feel good about yourself. I know lots of people who are very healthy, do everything that they can to be positive and good people and have lots of confidence in the most positive ways. There's a lot of people who portray confidence and aren't actually confident. I'm one of those people. Um... You don't have to become a naturist to feel good about yourself. That's just not a thing. But there's a lot of people who try this, as I guess you could say it's some sort of therapy um, in a weird way. Get naked. You'll feel better about yourself. (laughs) Sounds so ridiculous, but it's so true. I mean, for some people, me specifically it did make me feel better about myself it made me fight through feelings that I was ignoring for a very very long time and pretending that weren't there and I would hide behind my makeup and my really nice clothes and my cute heels that I got from Marciano and I would portray myself to be this super hot, confident young girl, which I was, but deep down, like somewhere like deep, deep down, I was so scared and the most insecure person. But naturism changed that for me. Doesn't change it for everyone. But I do suggest that if you've never tried it, that you do 
because it could mean something different to you than it does to me. Now, you said some people made comments. Some of them weren't nice. Yeah. Not everybody who comes here, unfortunately, is fully enlightened, shall we say? Obviously not. This is the real world we're talking about. There's good and evil out there everywhere you're going to go, whether you're a naturist club or not. So how did you deal with that? Well, <laughs> I would have liked to punch him in the face, but I didn't want to get fired. So <laughs> I politely ignored and I just walked away and then cried in my cabin by myself. Now, why didn't, that, why didn't that turn you off of doing it? Why didn't that make you... Wasn't that ultimately your worst fear, which is you fully expose your body and the flaws as you see them, and somebody comments on them? Wasn't that the worst fear about being naked? Yes. And you didn't run away? No. Why not? Well, uh... Excuse my language, because that person was a fucking asshole. That's and I'm you. mad about it still, actually, to this day. I'm a little disgruntled. But that person is not, is absolutely not going to make me afraid of continuing on my journey. Screw that person. Screw that person. Because you know what? I feel sorry for that person. That they have to make a comment about something. I don't care whether you were trying to be funny or that, you know, you got awkward and you saw my scars and you were like, well, I'm going to make a comment. You know what? Have a good life. You're not someone I want to talk to. You are ingenuine. I don't like it. Yes, I may be a little... arrogant and not you know sympathizing with well maybe he giving him another chance to apologize or actually confronting him and telling him that I didn't like what you said and my body is not something that you can comment on even if I'm wearing clothes my clothes are not something you can comment on but I never did that. And I don't know why. And I I never really even came forward and said anything about it. I, I did after the fact, like a couple months or a month passed by and I kind of like slipped out. It wasn't a formal complaint. It was just, you know, someone had said something to me. And I was not okay with it. And I didn't want to tell you guys who it was. And I didn't want to confront that person. I just kind of wanted to sit in my shit and feel bad about myself, essentially. And I'm still struggling with that. That's something that I still struggle with. I'm not going to lie. I'm not like this aha person and, you know, I'm cured and I'm, you know, so positive. I can live life and, you know, no one's going to bother me. That's absolutely not true. And that probably will never be true. I will still have insecurities throughout my whole life. But that was one thing that really hurt and I didn't run away because I was stronger than that shit. I always have been. I've always been a tough chick. 
and naturism or not, if someone says something mean to me, I'm not going to run away. And I never have. I was upset with you for not telling me. <laughs> I know you were. Because you were. the, and that's, that's a struggle we have is women in particular are so trained to just absorb that. Well, it, I get it in a, if it was a sexual comment, but it wasn't a sexual comment. It still wasn't right. It was still harassment. Whatever. He was a, I don't have to make a, a sexual suggestion. <laughs> if I comment on your body in one way or another, yes. that's harassment. You know that. Yeah. It just, it hits you so hard that you, you reacted emotionally instead of rationally. Oh, of course. I know. Yeah. It hurts. Who wouldn't be hurt by a comment like that? Absolutely. Well, you know, tough me. Gotta, you know, keep it rolling like nothing ever happened. And I guess that's something that I'm just going to have to learn to change because it's not okay. And I should have said something. So somebody's listening. They're thinking they want to come and now you've just scared them. Somebody might say something about their body that's nasty while they're here. So yeah. should they come? Really? That's well, that worst fear. That's life. What are you, like, what are you going to do? Are you going to, you know, it's like, it's like me saying, well, I got hit by a bus today. Well, what? You're not going to leave your house because you're afraid you're going to get hit by a bus? No. You're still going to go out and live your life and do things that you want to do no matter what is going to happen or what might possibly happen to you. No matter what, there's going to be some little S-H-I-T out there who's going to make you feel bad. And you're going to have to learn whatever way it is you deal with it. I mean, you could be like me. You go cry in your cabin and you don't tell anyone about it. Or you can tell them to go. You did eventually. F-O. You did eventually tell us. I did eventually, but it took me a while because yeah. I felt a personal embarrassment towards it. And I shouldn't have whatsoever. I have nothing to be embarrassed about at all. This is me. If you don't like it. There's the freaking door. And that's it. But if you're going to live your life in fear, oh my gosh, this person's not going to like me. This person's going to make a terrible comment about me. Well, then just avoid those people. And if someone does say something to you, F-O. Avoid those people. Don't talk to those people. You don't want those people in your life anyway. You are better off. And those people have their own insecurities to deal with. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I mean, I get, I think in a way, it sounds like you were able to cope with the comment because ultimately you felt you were in a supportive environment. Yeah. Is that fair? Is that... Because otherwise... Because when it did happen, he had said it in front of a good friend of mine at the park. And the look that she gave him when he said that comment, I just felt... It made me feel safe and good. Nothing was outspoken and I, I want it to be that way because I don't want these scars on my body to be a topic of whatever 
but I knew that there were people there who were on my side and understood that it was an inappropriate comment and mm -hmm. it shouldn't have been made. And I, I do feel supported here. There's a very large group of people here that have impacted my life in a great way and I have spoken to in a very personal way about my past um, who have just been there for me and have understood me and given me advice and helped me outside of the park in certain situations and I just utterly love those people and everyone else who may not be on the same page or think that they're better or because there's going to be those people everywhere you go, nature is park or not. I'm just not going to associate myself with those people. I have no time for those people. Those people don't deserve my time. And the good people that are here, yes, would they not be in non-naturist places? Or do you think naturism makes causes this to be an environment where there's more good people or it makes people different? Do you think that's do you think that made a difference too in all these good people you met, do you talk about? Why do I think that they're better people cuz they're naturists? No. I think that naturism really doesn't have anything to do with someone being a good person. You can be a non-naturist and still be a good person. You can be only a naturist and still be a bad person. I mean, it doesn't I don't think naturism has anything to do with good or bad. It's just there's good or bad at anywhere you go. Um, yeah, I just think it's a weird question. What's well, a weird question? But <laughs> I, I'm trying to get to what's transformative about it. That because you, as you said, it changed you completely. And it yeah. And could you have gotten that if it wasn't naturism and if we weren't nude? You know, I can't say for sure. I think that the concept itself helped me specifically with what I was going through specifically in my own unique journey. You don't have to hit rock bottom to want to come to a naturist park. No. Which is what happened to me, but it all worked out for the better. There are some people who are like, ah, oh, well... I like tanning naked at home. Why don't I just tan naked at the naturist park? And that's totally cool too. Everyone comes here for a different reason. But yes, I do believe that this place does transform you in some sort of way, especially if you haven't grown up in naturism. If you come here as a young adult or a teenager or even in your later years, that it's transformative in some sort of way. Whatever unique reason on why you're coming here, it's going to change your perception a little bit and who you are as a person. I also think, though, that we attract uh, more people who are looking for transformation, who are questioning mm -hmm. society. And so you may have more people who are less judgmental, more accepting, more humane about how they interact with each other because they're looking for that? 
Is it naturism that's making them that way? Or did they come to naturism because they are more likely to be that way? Well, I don't know. I don't interview these people when they come for their day visits. I don't say, hey, Bob, are you here because you're going through a hard time in your life? Or you just want to have no tan lines? That is not something we discuss at the counter. Whatever your business is here, that's your business. Just enjoy it for what it is. Doesn't really matter why you come. So that's all once again for this episode of The Naturist Living Show. I hope you appreciated that interview and that story. Thank you for listening. If you really love this show, please share it with others. Please share the episode. Please share the whole podcast. Uh, share it on social media. Um, share it um, on emails with your friends, on bulletin boards, on discussion groups in fa Facebook or anywhere else you participate. Uh, tell your friends. Tell others. Please let others know and subscribe. If you don't already subscribe, uh, instead of just downloading one episode at a time, you can subscribe. There are lots of links on the website where you also will find show notes about what we talked about today. And the show's website is naturistlivingshow.com. Very easy. You can also send a comment and let us know and share your thoughts and ideas, which is I always appreciate. I don't always have time to reply to everyone, and I can be a little slow, but I read them all, I guarantee you. And the show's email address is contact at naturistlivingshow.com. You can also call and leave us a voice comment, and uh, we, uh, if it's good, we'll include it in a future episode. You just uh, you can take as many tries as you want when you call, and you can even delete it at the end if you're not happy. So um, call a show. You either call country code 1, area code 905-473-6060, or toll-free in the U.S. and Canada, 1-888-373-9124, or Skype, which is free from anywhere. When you Skype Bear Oaks, B-A-R-E-O-A-K-S, one word. And all three will get you into the automated voice system for the phones at Bear Oaks. And then the show's extension is 333. I hope you enjoyed this show and that you'll join us again for the next episode of The Naturist Living Show. This episode of The Naturist Living Show was brought to you by Bear Oaks Family Naturist Park traditional naturist values in a modern setting. Traditional values means that naturism is more than just taking your clothes off. It is a life philosophy with physical, psychological, environmental, social and moral benefits. Bear Oaks Family Naturist Park strives to promote those naturist values in a modern setting that provides the amenities and services that our members and visitors expect. Free your body, free your mind. Learn more at www.baroaks.ca.
children who have never been taught to be ashamed of their bodies are just as natural and as beautiful as the fields in which they play. The life they lead here without clothes does not seem to differ greatly from any other kind of camp life. Here they are down on the lake, swimming, canoeing, and boating. Others are just lying in the sun, seeking its benefits. Any game is more fun when it's played without confining clothes. You are famous by the medicine ball cabinet. Ah, but these boys dress differently. In commenting on activities such as these, Havelock Ellis, the English psychologist, said, I am pleased that nudist societies exist. I can see that they perform a valuable function. Personally, however, I am well content to continue to follow an old practice of simply encouraging nakedness privately and among personal friends. A good many people feel that even without the nudist movement, we shall automatically reach a state of pure nakedness. Certainly most women haven't far to go. The question of clothing has occupied the human mind since ancient times, and it always brings up problems.